Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Update! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, buddy. Morning. How you feeling? Good. I, um... Feeling quite manly today, not gonna lie. Any specific reason? Well, I did some work on my car, and it actually um, it actually started again after I did it. How much of the work did your wife do? No, I did it. I did it. She had nothing to do with it. I went and got the oil changed last week, and the and the kid wandered up with what he said was the cabin filter from the engine, and said that I uh, may want to change that soon. And uh, so I went and I bought one from Napa, and I went out, and it was the wrong one. Um, and so I went back in, and he explained to me that the cabin filter, there's another one in the Subaru, and it's underneath the dashboard. The filter that the kid was calling the cabin filter was actually the engine filter. So I bought one of those, and then I'm like, I better change the cabin filter, because I didn't even know I had one. It's 180,000 clicks on my Subaru. And I'm like, maybe I should go flip that thing out too because it might be uh, pretty nasty. Um, so yeah, and I watched a YouTube video and figured out how to do it. I took the, the glove box off. I managed to get this thing out. And we made it to work this morning, and but it must be started. working. There was no fire. Right? Yeah, I didn't smell any burning. Any anytime I normally do anything like that, I'll tell you, and Jimmy knows this to be true. It never ends well for old Locker. Yeah, it's uh, the car. The car spends about two weeks at the mechanic. <laughs> All right, we're gonna kick off the show with some men at work because Colin Hay, the lead singer, is uh, 69 today, and if Grant was here, he would go nice. I think everybody knows this tune. Good morning from the locker room. Alberta Finance Minister Jason Nixon said yesterday that the Alberta ends the latest fiscal year with a $3.9 billion surplus as oil and gas surge in the last few months. Uh, the final number for the 2021-22 fiscal year, which ended March uh, 31st, was a $3.9 billion surplus which is the first time in seven years for the provincial budget, and it represents a turnaround of over $18.2 billion from the previous deficit, as well as... Look at that. The, we got money for gondolas. Because they originally thought it was going to be an $18.2 billion deficit because of the COVID-19 pandemic and all the costs of that from February of 2021. And the goal with this uh, additional... How much money mo- do we have to send to Quebec? As of right now, none. But so they're taking this this money and adding it to the uh, $18.7 billion in savings, which is the Alberta Heritage Trust Fund. What does that mean? So basically, they're putting it in the bank. So the Alberta Heritage Trust Fund is basically like a bank account in case and where they need money for whatever. So it's basically going in the bank. That's oh, what the trust like a fund mattress is. fund. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. For the province. There you go. Okay, now Edmonton Edmonton police are still asking for help locating 13-year-old Lila Smith. Sorry, I don't... 
whatever. Uh, who was last seen Friday? This it's is actually tough, kind of a scary story. It's just tough story. You know, she's. Uh, I'm just going to cut it down. She's been missing for a, a number of days. Uh, she was f- last seen in Killarney, and her parents have a Facebook page. It's called Missing Lila Smith. You can f- uh, find out more details and give any hints um, at that point. Y- y- they, somebody that was on it sent me an invite on it, um, so I have it on my Facebook. How does that work, Jimmy? Like, if I have that can i share that with just anybody uh yes it's it's an open page you can invite okay. you can invite anyone it doesn't like they when they opened it they had they had three of like what is she it's a 300 members on this facebook page it's got now they're into 3000 yeah 3200 members um it, it got sent to me yesterday i sent it to you to join and um, and then if you, I guess if people send me a request on Facebook, uh, I can I can share it with them, or you can just look for it. It's it's called Missing Lila Smith. So yeah, Missing semicolon Lila Smith. If you go on your Facebook page, um, I think the more numbers we get on that, right, the better. Yeah, because if there's any kind of information. Um, share it with everyone you know, yeah, and, and then uh, get the word out that that's she's a gone. Good idea. I wonder if I can share that with everybody that um, that's on my Facebook. I don't know. I'm by, yeah, I'll figure this out. Anyway, okay, yeah, yeah. That I'm glad it's, they did. It's this. a brutal story. Like she's been it's, gone for almost a week. It's not good. It's yeah. It's uh. So they're doing this thing in Hope. They're doing a 40th anniversary of the filming of Rambo. So it must have come out in 82, I guess, eh? Yes, 82. So there's people from the movie that are going to be there. Like, There's a couple of actors. No word on whether or not Sly is going to show up, um, but uh, who knows? You never know. And it's happening in um, October. Yes. So Thanksgiving long weekend. I'm guessing a lot of people will end up going down there. To um to to take part in the festivities, kind of cool. Yeah, Good like idea. I was I was looking at this article, and there, it, like in a normal year, about ten to fifteen thousand people go there just every because year, of the movie. Just because of the movie, oh, and I check didn't know it that. out. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so this is going to be a huge deal. Um, what was the guy's name that uh, he does was, the 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 was woodwork? It, was, the, it, with R- the was it Ryan? That sounds familiar. I can't Ryan believe Villiers. I... Was that his name? I think so. Okay. Anyway, he was a, he was uh, on our social media and he sent us pictures. I, and actually, I think we we kind of touched base with him around the time he was going down to Hope. You had it. I am so brilliant. I scare myself. So anyway, yes. Ryan is a unbelievable artist with wood and a chainsaw, and he actually was commissioned by Hope to put up a statue of Sly, Sylvester Stallone as Rambo. Um, and it's down there as as we speak. Like with, That was a couple the, years ago, wasn't it? With the machine gun and the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Like, you should see his work. It's it's crazy. He did a big Chewy. Did you see the che- Chewbacca? Yeah. That he did? No, that wasn't. That's not Chewbacca. That's uh, Harry. Harry, oh, the, Harry. From yeah, Harry okay. and the Hendersons. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, here's how we're going to tie into this with the locker room topic of the day. Um, do, do you know if there's like a Rambo tour at Hope or something like that? There's got to be something. Probably some of the 
probably the sheriff station and some of the stuff. Yeah, maybe you'd think. I, I did not know that people went there because of. I know the movie's iconic, but I didn't know people went to Hope. Yeah, that's just because of the movie. That's what the article says. Huh? That's interesting. Anyway, so what we're gonna do with the topic is: what movie would you have wanted to be in? Like f- filming, right? Like to work on to yes. be an actor in, it like in the past, to... like something that you would have wanted to when you were younger, or even something yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. So Jimmy. We're doing yours, and I have one rule, okay? You can't pick a Star Wars movie because it's too... Oh, no, no, this isn't a Star Wars movie. Yours? Okay, we're doing Jimmy's next. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Before we start getting to the text of uh, what movie would you want to... What what movie would you want to have been a part of? Can I say that even uh, more awkwardly? Um, We'll do uh, mine and and Jimmy's. Yours. Mine first? with yours, yeah. Of course, Willow. Yeah, this is... I, if people don't know, this is a huge movie in Jimmy's life. Um, but, but the thing is, though, is is I was just looking at it. I would have been 12 when that movie came out, and I could have very well been one of the one of the villagers because... <laughs> no, because cause that, the village, the Eldman village where he was, where he was uh, from, it was all little people. Like there was, it was no camera angles, no nothing. It was all little people, what's, little kids. What's the actor that that stars in that again? Warwick Davis, and okay. he was only seventeen when he, he was, was young. When he uh, did that movie, what else has he done? Because people like, uh, to be honest, Jimmy he, Willow's he was, a bit obscure. It's the one with he, Val Kilmer. Yeah, but he was like the Ewoks in a number of uh, the uh, the uh, Star Wars movies. Like he was thirteen years old when he did Return of the Jedi. And he was uh, one of the, he was Wicket the Ewok, and then okay, he so did he's and he's had a career. Is he English? Because he's always on uh, Ricky Gervais stuff. Uh, he's I don't know where he's. I think he's English because he shows up on that. Uh, he was born in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, because uh, he shows up on a Ricky Gervais show all the time, and he's really funny in that. And there's a show that he was in that. Uh, uh, Grant likes that's life's the, too short. Or... That's the Ricky Gervais thing. You and oh, okay. you refused to watch it for some well because Grant brought it up. I think yeah, more than I, I, I have a hatred for things that Grant brings up. The locker room topic of the day. What movie would you have wanted to be in or a part of? That's our topic today, and uh, we're taking your texts or calls seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We'll do mine. Let's get out of here. Out. Canada. Canada. We'll be there before these son of a bitches know what hit them. Jack Nicholson. Oh, I can't think of the movie, but I've seen it. He's in an insane asylum. I have no... Oh, no. Jimmy! Really? I'm, I'm stuck. That was him talking to Chief. Still stuck. Really? Okay. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I thought it would be appropriate for me. <laughs> topic of the day. The topic is what movie would you have wanted to be in? But we got into it because of something that they're doing with Ramble. What's your name? <clears throat> Jamie. Jamie. So you went to Hope to to check out the the Rambo stuff? No, it was more of a, we were on a vacation in BC. 
Oh, okay. And we, uh, and it was we, just... I made a point of, we stayed near Hope in a Airbnb, and I made a point of going down into town because of that, because I was a hardcore Rambo fan. Yeah, it's a great movie. I just didn't know there was any. So what, what exactly is in Hope that sort of, um, I guess, highlights the movie? Are there, are there past well, connection it, with the movie? it's scattered all over the place. Hey? So they have yeah. like a pamphlet, and they got like, I can't remember if it was like 19, you know, spots to go in town to look like you go out to the bridge and so it's kind is, of a you can't drive over it anymore or anything but self-guided you know, there was like this, yeah uh i don't know it was a few years ago but then there's the caves there's these caves where a lot of the stuff was shot the scene in the gorge kind of yeah okay so, oh, cool yeah yeah, yeah well. so, and then you know the sheriff's thing and uh can't remember specifics any you know i remember the movie more than i remember walking around hope yeah, it was scattered all about, right? Like, but it's, it didn't really lay out like it had so. something cool to do, though, right? Oh yeah, I mean, especially if you're a Ramble fan, I mean, that's the thing. Like for me, it was to go to the bridge. Yeah, that's, that's the bridge where the cops take them across. And, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of neat. That's very cool. I appreciate that. But but it, I imagine now, like in the in October, they'll have a big uh, whatever you want to call it, like uh, well, the forty you know, they'll probably be yeah. tours. Yeah, the, there'll be guided stuff, and maybe they'll put a little bit, you know, um, you know, elbow grease behind it to, to, you know, to get it to look a little bit more like the the, the past shoot. And yeah, and I mean, yeah. it'd be kind of neat if Stallone showed up, but yeah, might the, be a, the, little, a little out of his way now. I don't know. This, maybe, I can't remember if Brian Dennehy is alive still this year. No, he passed away he passed last year or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah. Richard Crenna maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah, very cool. Well, I appreciate the update, Jamie. Thank you for this. Yeah, no problem. You did everything to make this private war happen. You've done enough damage. This mission is over, Rambo. Do you understand me? This mission is over. The locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. If you're ever trying to reach the show, this morning's topic is uh, what movie... Would you have wanted to be a part of or be in? Heather said, "Pretty woman." Four thousand. Six nights at three hundred is eighteen hundred. You want days too? Two thousand. Three thousand. Done. Holy shit! <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that's I'm a, trying to remember. Pretty... It, when's I've watched it? Not recently, but I've watched it kind of in the last 10 years and i remember having a thought that it still kind of stood up i think it i think it does yeah yeah it, it, she was she was so good in it yeah she made that movie like her sort of her approach to that and, character and her and richard gear were in a couple of other movies after that together were they a uh, runaway bride for sure. Okay, that's the one where she kept getting, she kept trying, they kept trying to get married to her, and she kept dry, running yeah. away on a horse, uh, or on <laughs> mail truck, or yeah, yeah, yeah. The locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Our topic today: What movie would you want to be in or be a part of? Uh, Back to the Future came in from Ryan McQueen. Hey, Doc, you better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. 2020 was Back to the Future that they went to. Remember we did a big thing uh, here on Back Cruise? to the Future 2. I just looked it up. We were a little off. 2015. 
Was it 2015? It was 2015. He went from 1985 to 2015 to prevent Marty's son from sabotaging the McFly family. We got screwed, too, because we're supposed to have flying cars by now. Yeah, flying cars and hoverboards that actually hover. Absolutely. And and clothes that adjust themselves. Yeah, I remember that one as well. Holograms. Every time time we have a Back to the Future conversation, everyone goes, is Christopher Lloyd dead yet? No, he's actually only 83. What? (laughs) He looked 83 in the movie. But funny thing is, I just looked him up. His wife is 51. He got married in 2016. Good for him. Good for old Lloyd. The locker room topic of the day. What movie would you have wanted to be in or a part of? 780-989-0957. So Dirty Dancing came in. Who's that? That's Audrey and Carrie, and it looks like they're fighting because they both want to play the part of baby. (laughs) That was actually a pretty decent movie. That's one, though, that I have not watched since I watched it back in... What, that would have been late 80s, right? A lot of 80s movies have come in today. I think that was a movie you guys made me watch for mention at the movies, even though I had previously seen it. It had something to do with Patrick Swayze's birthday or something. Yeah. yeah. And then Grant and I did a reenactment of the uh, dance. Of the dance scene, yeah. Yeah, where Grant, me, where Grant lifts you me up. You almost killed Grant. And, and I was wearing <laughs> a tutu. <laughs> um, the, the thing for that movie for me was... Was Jennifer Grey? Jennifer Grey, yeah. Who played Baby. She yeah. got a nose job shortly after that. And I I thought, and I remember saying it years ago, I thought it was stupid. And in an interview, I just looked it up because I wanted to make sure I wasn't telling tales out of school here. But she talks about how much she regretted getting a nose job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think there was a lot of pressure on her because she had a very specific look, right? And I, yes. I thought she looked fantastic. I thought she was, she was gorgeous with that nose. Yeah, and um, she was like, unrecognizable. Like it, was a, it was a recent interview too. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago? She was talking about how much she regretted doing it and almost uh, killed her, uh, her career. The locker room topic of the day. So we're doing movies you would have wanted to be in or a part of this morning. Kane sent us dazed and confused, which makes sense if you know Kane. Um, and I was saying we needed to pull something from the uh, from the soundtrack. And you're saying, did, did Stranglehold come in? Stranglehold came in once, but Slow Ride came in four times, and Low Rider came in three. All right, so we're going with Slow Ride, Foghat. Good choice. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Good morning. How are you guys doing? George! Hey, yeah, hey. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I think you're pissed. I hadn't called in a while because I was a little sick, and and then uh, I gave up smoking. Wow. Yeah. What happened? What what happened? Well, because I I kept getting sick, and uh, I thought, okay, this is time to 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 do it. Yeah, time to pull the pin. Were you missing work because of of your because of being sick? Hello? George? Is that you, George? Yeah. What's happened? Your phone died. No, you, it was you guys cut no, me off. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Your phone died. I'm telling you, it, it just cut right out. I swear to God, I wouldn't, I'm not messing with you. Your phone, hello? <laughs> Jesus. George, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why your uh, phone. No, some, sometimes I get lousy reception where I am. I, uh. 
I guess. Go that's outside. I'm standing on the balcony now. Uh, okay, that's gonna say go outside where in your smoking pit. Okay. How long have you I'm quit? Here. How long have you been quit smoking? It's about a month, but I've had one here and there to see what it's like, and I don't miss it. Okay, good, good. Well, it's only been a month, right? Yeah. So the longer you go, are you doing any kind of nicotine replacement? Vaping, because like I smoked for a long time, right? You can't Just tell. To give it up, huh? <laughs> you can't tell nothing. Nothing. What? You don't think that smoking has had an impact on the sound of your voice? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, that was, I mean, but that was like I smoked for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. it'd probably take a while. Yeah, you got to get it out of your system. So are you yeah. Are you working right now? What are you doing? Are you you off work because of your because you were sick? No, that was before. I dealt with that before. Okay. And then I quit smoking. Then I went back to work, and now I'm off for the week. I'm glad you you phoned. We were worried about you. Can't even call the radio station. I know, because we even sent our buddy Army Chris down to Kitimat looking for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he couldn't find you. He was on a... He probably looked in the wrong place. He was on a job site. Now, we're pretty sure it's the same job that you're on right now, but you weren't around. LNG? LNG? Dude, he was was a contractor, so he was brought in to do a job for for some, some crew that's... It's doing something in Kitimat, so I, it, oh. it doesn't matter. Okay, it, that was probably there. It's a big site, though. Yeah, it's no. It's like a $40 billion that, project. Well, he was at the bar looking for you. Oh, no, I don't go that bar. It's too expensive, man. Ten bucks a beer. <laughs> uh, no, and, Are you and allowed you to only, drink in the barracks or no? Oh, no. What? You're only allowed uh, three. Three? Oh, wow. That's like prison. Yeah, that would, <laughs> yeah, you drink more than that in an hour. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, like to go there that just whets the appetite, right? And you're like, what the hell? Right? Then you'd be jonesing. I gotta get some more alcohol. Oh man. Alcohol. No. George I'm just kidding. George, yeah. listen, you, you keep in touch. We have to let you go. Yeah. But, but good luck. Yeah, have a nice day. Yeah, call us again at, at, at any no time. Worries. Yes, and, yeah, and yeah. keep in touch and good luck with the no smoking thing, brother. Take care. Okay, have a nice day. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We refer to the group that wants to get behind Jimmy and pump him up as the James P. White positive reinforcement gang. And uh, what ends up happening is it's a short-term membership, generally speaking. Not always, but generally it's a very short-term situation where people were like, yeah, don't you listen to those guys. You can do it, Jimmy. And then that usually turns into... Into they making fun of me, too. (laughs) Yes. but There are still members... There are still members of the James P. White Positive Reinforcement Gang, and and apparently this is one of them. Read the text. Okay, this came from John. He says, hey, Jimmy, just wanted to let you know that I think you've come a long way on the radio. You sound so much better than you used to, and that's just my opinion. It doesn't really mean anything, but just wanted to give you an attaboy. There you go. Well, thank thank you very much, John, for sending that He has been listening for quite some time. Yes, 
Yeah, you're still god awful, but I I do love you, and I, and you, I you are. Been, I agree I with John. Worse. You are getting better. I have been worse. If you want, I can go back to the beginning. No, where I could barely read. No, we don't need any of that. Show um, up to the show drunk and hungover, and <laughs> that's the other thing he doesn't do anymore either. Is he does try to put his his foot on the brakes with the drinking when he's on um, doing the news with Locke. Yeah, so it, I appreciate it. Because it's not as much fun doing the news when it turns into Locke yelling at Jimmy. <laughs> that never happened. There's never yelling behind the scenes. What? Or during. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. The um, Lawn Darts Tournament is filling up quickly. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised at how quickly this is filling up. Didn't you say we have like 20 entries already? 20 yeah, teams? We didn't really start talking about it until the beginning of the week, right? Yeah, we have 20 teams in. We're going 32. Oh, hold on. I think we had 21 teams in because I had another one last night after I talked to you. Another email came in. So the second best summer ever annual locker rooms, illegal lawn darts tournament. This is our fourth year. I'll just rattle through our sponsors quickly. We got Arden Roof Systems. Thank you to Stacy Omen Brewing. Thank you to uh, Reese. It's kind of cool too because Omen and Arden are gonna—they're putting teams in, so they're gonna be out there with us uh, playing. Uh, the Butcher's Son is on board. White Lightning Distillery and uh, of course JT's Bar and Grill. Now here's a quick rundown on the day. It's happening Sunday, August seventh. We're gonna gather at like 9 to 11 to do like the final registrations at JT's. We're going to hop on a bus, go to a secret location, play the tournament. It's a double knockout. It's free. You only need teams of two. So you and a, and a partner. And uh, the quick way to sign up is just to send Jimmy a, a quick text and then he'll give you my email address and then we'll go from there. Uh, the only reason I want you to fill something out is it's just I need a team name and I need some contact info. That, that's it, because there's going to be more information, like rules and regulations and how the prizing is going to work and maybe some last-minute stuff that we need to tell you about. So I like to have everybody's information um, to send out the, like closer to the day of. That's and, and I also want to make sure that you're serious about it. Um, so there you go. And again, we're probably going to fill this up here in the next little bit you might want to get in on this sooner than later all right again 780-989-0957 if you would like to take part in the second best summer ever annual our fourth year locker room illegal lawn darts tournament you're in the locker room on 95.7 cruise fm so you have no idea why ketchup was trending yesterday not a clue do you have any idea why big mac was trending yesterday no do you have any idea who Cassidy Hutchinson is? Nope. I love you. Oh, my God. I. You are so disconnected from the world that we live in. You just, you are amazing. It is a gift. Jimmy, it's a gift. And I know people think I'm, I'm kidding. I am not. I, I wish I had just an ounce. Just, just a of your disconnection from reality you, you live in this little bubble and and i know we we harp on this all the time and hey, i've got think, more important things to deal with than the u.s i've got the jedi jimmy podcast so you just googled it I, yeah i just googled it i've got the jedi jimmy podcast i've got you know wrestle it's wrestling 
It's beautiful. It really is. When you get fired from this job and you find yourself unemployed, you need have to the put Jedi together- Jimmy podcast no. and the Monster Pro Wrestling. No. You need. To- Here's what you need to do. You need to go on tour around the country and do TED talks on how to disconnect from the world around you and live in a bubble. It. it l- listen honestly. It's a. It's a pure gift you have. Okay, yesterday, Cassidy Hutchinson is part of these January 6th committee hearings. And um, she testified. And it was it was pretty interesting. There was one point of the uh, testimony where she talks about Trump flipping out about something. It doesn't matter. And he took his lunch and threw it on the wall. And she kept bringing up the ketchup. <laughs> And then people were like, for sure he had a Big Mac. So those both started trending, which for me, okay, listen, you can have whatever you your opinion is about this Trump thing and the January 6th, I don't even care. Because I already know that your opinion is not going to change. And that's fine. You believe what you need to believe. I'll believe what I need to believe. But if you can't find humor in the fact that yesterday, because of... This whole January 6th committee hearings, which is a rather serious thing. If you can't find humor in the fact that ketchup and Big Mac were trending because of it, I feel sorry for you. I really, really do. And now another episode of Locker Room TV. Again, if you want to watch what we're watching, go to the Locker Room YouTube page. The Locker Room, all one word. Subscribe today. Jimmy, you're up. Okay, so what this is, it's basically a promo of our upcoming show that's uh, this Saturday at the uh, Alberta Avenue Community Center. Uh, it's just kind six of, o'clock start. Doors six, open uh, at six. Show starts six, at seven. Yeah, the Carnival yeah. of Chaos is causing some chaos, <laughs> and this is a quick uh, promo, kind of uh, leading up to our show. All right, we're gonna watch it. Monster Pro Wrestling fans, I've been. All right, um, you've got some explaining to do. Okay, so um, the two guys that I work with, so Jerry the Jester and Prankster Pete. Half okay. the time they're in the where's ring. Where's Ned? Where's Redneck Rick? No such guy. Okay. All right. I, I caused him to quit. So so they a lot of the time people are chanting from the audience, pull your pants up because their pants are falling down. So they I I, I didn't I see. I didn't realize at the time that I was doing it that they were standing behind me that way. They were usually standing facing the TV or facing the, the camera. All month. We as a carnival of chaos deserve a tag title match. We need a rematch. If we do not get that, Mr. Commissioner, you're going to see us interfere any which way we can. Okay, hold on. Since when did you guys get a commissioner? There there, always... There's always been a commissioner of the Monster Pro Wrestling. Okay. There's always right. a commissioner. All right. Hold there's on. a commissioner. There's a ref. All right. I'll continue. The ass crack is very distracting. All over the uh, place. We do nothing but terrorize. You are going to see the Carnival of Chaos all the time, unless we get a title match. <laughs> Kids, say no crack. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say. Uh, again, so this Saturday, Alberta Avenue Community Center. It's uh, six o'clock doors, seven o'clock show. There you go. Um, see Janice about tickets. 
Get her email. I don't think her name is Janice. Email transfer. Another moment with Dr. Locke. I was listening to an interview with Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Okay. Another little person. And he was talking about the size of his head. And I was like, that must be a little person thing. Uh, for, I think he has the same or similar type of dwarfism that I do. And we do have huge melons. Yes. Like monster it, heads. Like, like I know, like through the half pint days, I've met a lot of the little people. And they all have huge melons. So, does that have? Does that play a role in your snoring? You think? Uh, th- I think it has something to do with it, like a and, big cavernous. <laughs> and 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 you know the the smaller nose because we all have this smaller nose because your the bridge of your nose and that is made out of cartilage. Yeah. So that's part of it, and adenoid issues. Yeah, Jimmy will shake your house. Like it's it's remarkable. Um, he's got quite a snoring. I've heard storing for uh, stories from my family about you. Where I, where I scared my nieces and nephews. Well, they, they put you in the basement too, right? And, they made you sleep in the basement because you were so loud. And and it was shaking the floor of the kids that were in the rooms <laughs> upstairs. We had him in our place one time. He woke me up, and I, nothing wakes me up. My wife was like, "Can you hear that?" And he was in the basement. Anyway. There is a a tongue exercise you can do if you were a bad snorer. Okay. So you push the tip of your tongue against the hard palate of and is that the inside of your Yes. Uh, like behind your teeth? Yeah, but you do you have to do the the exercise fairly regularly, like every day. Try to do it for a couple of minutes. Yeah, right up here. Yeah. You you're when you do it your tongue quivers. Yeah, so you should try that. You should include that like a daily routine, and and then start doing push-ups with my tongue too. Or, well, I mean, if you can get it out of your face, wouldn't kill you. Might be beneficial for oh, other things too. Don't lick the mic. <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd pass that along. Might help some people if you can get in the habit of doing something like would, that. Also, will it stop my drooling at night too. No, it also says that uh, alcohol makes snoring worse. So, oh, so I have to stop drinking. <laughs> That's not happening. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Do you um? Do you place Goonies in sort of? Any significance? I liked it, but it was kind of a memory for me because it was a movie that we as a family went to the drive-in to see. Uh, we, we saw that movie. Oh, and okay. uh, What's that other one with Rutger Hauer? Uh, Lady Hawk. Oh. So it was a double feature at the drive-in when I was a kid. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't necessarily put it up as... One of my favorites I've seen it, and it was like, eh, Goonies, yeah, yeah. I remember it from my childhood as well. We watched that when I was a kid. But is it untouchable? Kind of. There's something uh, there, about there's, there's, like, a lot of moments like that one, the Hey You Guys, you know, the the old lady from Throw Mama from the Train, she was on that. That's right. She was uh, in it. It's just, it, it's just, it's not one of those movies where it's like, oh no, you can't remake that. And it's a but Richard it's, Donner movie. And if you don't know who he is, he's also the Lethal Weapon guy. Yeah. And he passed away last year, actually in July. 
they were going to do another lethal weapon, but uh, they they lost they lost him. So maybe that might end up falling to the wayside. If you are a Goonies fan, and there are people out there that love that movie. It it kind of has a a cultish sort of status now. They're not going to redo the movie per se, but Disney's involved in kind of an interesting. Yeah, it's a cool little it. spin with yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a series. It's different. So what they're going to do is they're going to get a bunch of filmmakers, like younger filmmakers, together, and I think they're going to tape the so making the, of it. Yeah. So what it uh, what I understand is it's basically going to be watching these young filmmakers remake the movie, try to recreate, so re- it. recreate some of the big scenes, like the "Hey, you guys," yeah, yeah, like the like the you know the. The organ scene where everything's falling around them. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a different kind of approach to it. And I think the reason why, well, who knows where this idea came from, but I think the reason why this is okay to me is because it's one of those movies where it's just like, why? No, don't. You know? Yeah. I, again, I don't have a huge affinity for the for the, for the the movie, but it, it just, it's... Too cultish, too. You, you just, yeah, you don't, you don't mess it's with a, it. It's a cult classic. Yeah, uh, it has what's his face from it. Um, Corey? He was, no, Feldman? he played. He played Cable in uh, uh, Deadpool Two. Oh, oh, yeah. He's the he's the older teenager, the older brother in it. Yeah, I can't think what of his is name. His though? name? Yeah. Oh my god, that's just, that's completely escaping me. That was one of his first his breakthrough. Yeah, he was hits. a teenager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's going to text us anyway. <laughs> Somebody isn't texting that in. What's his name? Josh Brolin. Jo- yes, Josh Brolin was in it. Anyway, with this we'll keep an eye on this because I'm curious about what this is going to be. So yeah, it's an upcoming series on the creation of recreating the Goonies. And it's it's in the Disney family, so there's yeah. some money there too, right? And it's it looks like a neat project. I'd, yeah. I'd watch it. There is bag milk. How you doing, my friend? Doing very well. How you doing, boys? Good, good. You're back from a vacay. Yeah, yeah, I had to check out. I had to uh, punish my liver a little bit. It had been a while since the playoffs ended for the Oilers, so I had to make sure the liver was still working. So all is well. Well, you know what? We're going to be going on a decent run again next year. I think it's 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 a good idea to keep that practice up, right? I mean, we have to keep up on this end as like, fans of the team. Like we try well, to find out reasons to day drink now just to <laughs> keep in line. Well, if there's one thing that's this playoff run taught me it's that i was out of practice for a six-week bender like that so i think that's incredibly important that we all maintain our yeah our, our, our high levels of performance i want to uh get this out of the way because there's already the conversation about the draft and what, what we're going to do and there's lots of things that the Oilers obviously uh, need to do what are they going to do but this name keeps popping up who is jack hughes bag milk 
Jack Hughes is a prospect that kind of lands and falls within the general range of where the Oilers are picking. So we did a profile on him yesterday at OilersNation.com is just as a potential option that the Oilers may have available to them at 29th overall. Okay. It's going to be, it's uh, by all accounts, it's a little bit of a weird draft in the sense that some kids didn't get a chance to play as much as others because of everything that's been going on in the world. So it's going to be an interesting draft. The Oilers only pick mm. in the first round and then not again until the fifth. So the question kind of is, do they take that pick on a kid like Jack Hughes or whoever falls within that range? Or do they trade it for more picks? Do they package it up with somebody else to get a player that can help the team now? It's going to be an interesting draft for the others. Does Ken have a a particular pattern with, with the drafts? Is he a trade-a-pick guy more often than he is a hang-on-to-a-pick guy? In recent memory, he's been take a use a pick guy. But even last year, you know, he traded down a couple of spots to get Xavier Borgo, and it mm-hmm. ended up working out well because that pick looks like it's going to turn out pretty well, at least in the early days. And then he got some more bullets in the gun afterwards. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him trade it for more picks again this year. But uh, again, we'll find out next Thursday, I believe. So just after the 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 second to last round of the playoffs. Um, a um, a Toronto-centric broadcast outlet that deals with sports released this <laughs> article that suggested that um, the Leafs had lost to a team that had made the Stanley Cup Finals the last three times that they had been. And it's, it's true. I, I shouldn't mm-hmm. be suggesting that it's not correct information. But it was just... A typical article you would see from a fan base that is bolstered by a (laughs) media outlet that is also a bunch of fans of the team. And I remember saying, I I made some asshole tweet back at them. And it doesn't matter. Um, But the scores, God, did you see this article? So on top of at, like releasing that, look at this. The last three times that the Leafs have been in the playoffs, they've lost in the opening round to the team that's made to the Stanley Cup play. I wanted to so desperately to tweet back at them. Where's the article about the Oilers losing to the team that won the Stanley Cup playoffs? You Anyway, um, last night they released an article. It's the score, if you're wondering. Um, they released an article about the Maple Leafs being one of the top contenders for the Stanley Cup next year. Yeah, I mean, that's not at all surprising. Like, the Leafs could have missed the playoffs and they would have articles coming out that they're going to be contenders (laughs) next year. So, like, that's not at all surprising. Uh, the reality is, though, that the, the Leafs are going to be good again next year. Yeah. Uh, they were this year. They were last year. So, yeah, I, I'll buy that they'll be good. Will they be cup contenders? Well, they need to get through the first round first, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty heavy. to it's a, it's a heavy prediction to say, oh, yeah, they're going all the way to the finals when they can't get out of the first round and haven't since the 90s. So we'll see what happens. Like I, like I said, I think the Leafs are going to be fine. They're going to be good. They've got plenty of good players. Um, whether or not they can actually get over that hump is another thing. I'm more concerned, like as much as it's fun to make fun of the Leafs for those lofty projections, I'm more concerned about what's going on here. Like going to the Western Conference Finals for the Oilers was huge, and we had a great time during that run, but you can't just have that as a one and done. So, yeah, it's funny to watch the Leafs do mental gymnastics about where they're going to end up next year before even playing a shift, but 
that's kind of par for the course. We've got at least the good news is we've only got two and a half more months of it before the season starts. Yeah, right? there'll be lots of speculation for sure. One of the things that uh, that I always find interesting is how quickly after the playoffs and after somebody hoists the cup that we start talking about their chances or other teams' chances of winning it again next year. So there's always that 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 conversation in the summer. It almost happens immediately. Are the Colorado Avalanche going to repeat again next year? I think if you're being realistic as a Edmonton Oilers fan, as good as the team was this year and as exciting as that was, we have got a lot of work to do in the offseason to help prepare. I mean, goaltending, I mean, are we going to be hanging on to Tyson Berry? What are they doing with that? There's just so so many balls in the air for Oilers right now. Um, that I think it's very difficult to predict any kind of outcome for for Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, the Ken Holland's got a ton of work to do. Like you yeah. said, there's he doesn't have a whole lot of cap space to play with. He has some options of potential trades that could free some of that up. But until those trades or moves actually happen or do not happen, it's kind of tough to speculate what's going to go on. Right now, the Oilers have uh, just over seven million dollars in cap space to work with. Um, before any of these moves that we're talking about happen and before Oscar Kleffbaum gets moved to the LTIR. So not a whole lot of space to play with, especially if you want to bring a guy like Evander Kane back. So we'll yeah. see what happens there. There's This is going to be a really interesting offseason for the Oilers. This is not going to be an easy one for Ken Holland by any means. Well, and I would even suggest, comparatively speaking, to the other teams that are part of a conversation about a run in the playoffs again next year, the Oilers have more work to do than most of them. Or they've got some heavy lifting to do yeah. in some key areas. Like you talked about goaltending. Who knows what's going on with yeah. Mike Smith? We don't even know if he's going to come back next year to finish off his contract or if he's going to retire. Same with Duncan Keith. I would imagine if I was to guess, this is purely a guess, I would suggest probably Duncan Keith comes back and maybe Smith doesn't. But again, that's a big hole to fill between the pipes and you don't have a lot of cash to get it done. So what's going to happen? Somebody's moving out. That's for sure, because they need some cap space to get uh, some of these items done on the to-do list before September rolls around for training camp. But how they get that done is going to be really interesting to watch. So I think this is going to be one of the more interesting off-seasons the Oilers have had. Quite yeah, a yeah, for sure. Bag Milk, we always appreciate your time. From Oilers Nation, thank you. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.